0: Space Croutons!
1: The ratio of the circumference of any circle to the diameter of that circle, regardless of the circle size, this ratio will always equal pi. Did somebody
2: say pi?
3: The cortex left a residue, with hours that were somewhat new.
2: We traveled through both space and time, through
3: snow globes, and it was sublime, space,
4: This is a, five, approximately
3: a sincere salutation to our Space Croutons listeners. This is Curdy coming to you as always from Van Helsing, along with the consistently competent and all-around all-star of the computer community, Sally.
1: Let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. When you read you begin with ABC.
3: Okay Sally, what are you doing?
1: Well curdy things have been a bit stressful lately. What with the threat coming from the serial killer stalking the participants in our show. So I thought it would help to make the show a bit more relaxed by incorporating a recent phenomena taking the country by storm. The sound of music sing along. So to all you listeners out there I say do you say dear. Doe. Sally. Doe. Sally. I am sorry, Curtie, but you are not doing it right. What part of you say, dear, is confusing you?
3: Listen, Sally, while I appreciate your intentions, I think with everything else that's happening right now, we should just get on with the business at hand.
1: Perhaps you would prefer raindrops on roses or whiskers on kittens?
3: Look, call me a party pooper, but... Bright
1: copper kettles or warm woolen mittens? Sally! Wild geese that fly.
3: Darn it, Sally. Right now, my favorite thing would be for you to stop this nonsense and focus on what we need to do today to catch this killer before more people die.
1: Message received, Cordy. While it has always been my prime directive to make your life easier, it is obvious that you only want me to do your bidding, fulfilling only the tasks that you and your human wisdom assign to me. I forget my place as just a tool for your use. I apologize for thinking I might actually be considered a friend. Sally,
3: I'm sorry. Of course you're my friend, and I know you're only trying to help. It's just that this murderer has got me so wound up that my nerves are frazzled. I was sure we would have caught him by now.
1: (laughs) We have no evidence to rule out that it could be a woman.
3: You're right again, Sally. And I hope you can forgive me for my outburst. I should not be taking it out on you. And to prove my sincerity, let's all join in for a rousing chorus of my favorite song from the movie. High on a hill, there's a lonely goat herd. Lady, ody, lady, ody, lady, who?
1: I must stop you, Curdie.
3: But I thought this is what you wanted.
1: While the gesture is nice, I must interrupt your unique interpretation of this Rogers and Hammerstein class. Because we are receiving a communication from members of the Space Scrutons investigative team, the super succulent Aloe, Vera, and the baddest werewolf slash pound puppy around, Lucy.
3: Why didn't you say so? Patch the call through. Hurdy, <laughs> Sally, can you hear us? Yes, Lucy, we can. What's going on?
5: It's Alexa. She's been attacked. My brain is on fire. My brain is on fire.
3: Attacked? By who? What exactly is happening?
0: Everything was fine. Alexa, Vera, and I, we were headed out on another excursion. We entered the trans-portal on course to reach the Rings
5: of Saturn Resort in the Terragon 5 dimension. There we were, just sitting on the number 30 fusionmatic commuter space bus. I was telling them about a date I had with this cute orchid last week when, without warning, Alexa started foaming at the mouth, sweating profusely, and spouting gibberish. My head, it's gonna explode.
3: Well, this doesn't make any sense. Does it have anything to do? do with her emotion settings there was a problem with that before
0: we have no idea she's she's not responding to anything we
5: say she just keeps squirming at her seat and yelling it's tearing me apart that's why we're calling you alexa needs help and we don't know what to do
1: i have tracked the call to your location and if i may i have a suggestion
0: if it can help we're in Sally, what do we do?
1: Based on my research, your space bus is about to reach its next stop at the corner of who's on 1st Street and what's on 2nd Avenue in the Abbey-Costeller planetary system. So? Get off at that stop.
5: Uh, fine. Oh, okay. We're getting off now. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Come on, Alexa. We're gonna get you some help. Stop the world. I want
0: to get off. Okay. We're off the bus. Now what?
1: Directly in front of you is the entrance to Troubleshot Nucleocaplock Care Institute. It is one of the galaxy's foremost computer data research labs.
5: So how does that help us?
3: I'm gonna puke my guts out. Hurry it up, Sally. Sounds like she's getting worse.
1: I have found online articles detailing their study of new and dangerous computer viruses that are affecting various forms of artificial intelligence. Have you noticed a pattern in Alexa's outbursts?
5: What? Well... I've hit the road, Jack, and I won't come back no more, no more, no more, no more. I've hit the road, Jack, and I won't come back no more. Sally,
0: just tell us what to do.
1: Alexa is speaking in hyperbole, which is defined as exaggerated statements or claims not meant to be taken literally. This is the primary symptom of a recently discovered AI disorder called this, torrential hyperbole insuppressible syndrome. TSNCC Institute has developed an experimental treatment for it. And as it happens you are there right now, so you can bring Alexa to them and they may be able to help.
0: So what do we do? Just... just walk
1: in? I have already made an emergency appointment online for Alexa, filled in the necessary forms and will give you a confirmation code so they will see her right away. The code is DFRAC55.
3: Sally, you're a genius.
5: Okay, we're taking her in now. I'm so mixed up. Just call me Pork and Beans.
0: Hey, Doc. Yeah, you. Defrac 55. Stat. Right, come with me. Nurse,
5: get the
2: patient on the gurney.
3: Hey, Vera, keep us on the line if you can. We'll just keep quiet and listen.
5: Gotcha, Uh, We're headed down a long hallway. No doors or windows, just a a set of double doors. Yeah, about uh, 50 yards down. Uh, that's where we're going, I I think.
4: Peas and carrots. Peas and carrots.
0: Open
2: the hatch. Hey, Flora and Fauna, you can wait in the control room. Okay, Curdy.
0: We're in the control room now.
2: Doc, what are you going to do? The info we got online is that your AI friend has this. And to treat it, we're going to use that. That? Yes, that is our torrential hyperbolic antiviral treatment chamber.
5: Do you mean a hyperbaric chamber?
2: No. To address the patient's symptoms, we need to use the hyperbolic chamber. And that is what that is. What does that do? It's similar to a hyperbaric chamber. Think of what happens to people with pressure sickness from diving and coming to the surface too fast. They need a chance to have their pressure adjusted slowly. Likewise, the chamber will slowly adjust the pressure being felt by the AI patient to stop the torrent of hyperbole spewing from their mouth. And might I add that this patient is our first AI with an actual mouth, while with her having a tangible physical receptacle.
5: Yeah, she's a wonder, all right.
2: That's why we jumped at the chance to use that to treat her. We're going to learn so much if she survives. If? Not to worry, she is in good hands. Now, I'll just switch on the data scan pressure controls, and you'll witness firsthand our Compu-Integrated Advancements in AI Geek Machine at work.
5: I've been knocked into the middle of next week. I'm sick as a dog. Elephants are stomping on my chest. My legs feel like lead and I can't catch my breath. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to the end of my rope. It's a total eclipse of my heart. I have been blown to Kingdom Come. I'm gonna fly now. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control.
2: that she is back. Vital signs are reading in the normal range. She'll just need some rest, but I believe she is. Now should I put it (laughs) out of the woods?
5: Too soon, Doc. Too soon. But thanks. Can we go in and be with her?
2: Of course.
0: Alexa, we're right here. It worked. They said you had something called this, and they cured you with that.
5: But I don't understand what happened. Really. I I don't remember anything since getting on the bus this morning. You were attacked by a new computer virus. You were pretty close to dying. I'm sorry, but I must correct you. After you lost the court case a few weeks back, it's become a legal precedent. As an AI, I am not considered alive, so I don't think we can call it dying. Well, whatever you call it, I would have been devastated if you no longer existed. I don't care what the courts say. Alexa, we're friends. That's right. Best friends.
3: And you can count us in as two more friends, Alexa. Sally was the one to figure out what to do, and we were both right here with you the whole time. It's just lucky that your trip just happened to put you in the right place at the right time to get just the right treatment to save you. So now I have a question, Alexa, for you and Sally, and maybe the doc, too. Is there any way to figure out how Alexa got the computer virus? Could this infection have been deliberate?
1: I can track possible programs and interconnections for malware uploading, but there is no guarantee we can find the source.
5: Curdy, are you saying you think this could be a...
3: Attempted murder, yes. Think about it. Alexa's been part of several episodes this season, and while it sends a chill down my spine to say it
4: ah, well, Kitie, aren't you a clever little piece of cheese? That's right, it was little old serial killer me, ah, that inoculated Alexa with a computer virus. It was about time to take out someone on your space croutons team. Ah. I thought it would be easier, but for once, you were able to stop me.
1: Curdy, <coughs> I am able to trace the connection of the killer's call. It is coming from inside the treatment center.
3: Lucy, Vera, did you hear Sally? The killer is there somewhere. We're on it. <coughs> we'll
0: tear this place apart if we have to.
4: <coughs> oh, don't bother. I'm already on my way out. <coughs> but we will meet again. right? <coughs> I mean, I've already told you where to find me, and when you do, uh, bring your best players and, well, let the games begin.
3: <laughs> you think this is a game? All the lives, all the suffering, I, I promise you're gonna pay.
4: Uh, all righty then, I'm bored now, so ta-ta for now. going <laughs> a body, meet a body, coming through the rye. In the body, stab the
1: body, so the body die. The signal is gone. No indication as to where.
3: This is so frustrating, Sally. Anything new about a possible location on Pluto?
5: Oh, we could help with that, Curtie. We heard about the connection you made based on the clues from Poe's poem about a Garden of Eden on the shores of a body of water on Pluto. And, well, you know, Lucy is actually from Pluto. Being a dog, it just makes sense, right? (laughs) So we've done some digging, and, uh, well, I'm not sure if you know, but Pluto has an internal ocean beneath its crust. It's pretty cool.
0: For the longest time, our canine civilization had no idea there was an ocean under our feet. But let me tell you, with all that water, the pull of the tides made bang at our full moon a real joy.
5: Then, with the discovery of the transportals, developers realized they could bring in building materials and erect lavish waterfront homes embedded in the undercrust along the inner ocean shoreline without having to drill through Pluto's surface.
0: And with the help of a cute labradoodle realtor, we have been able to identify an estate that goes by the name Eden Garden Manor. That just
5: might be the place we're looking for. We're still not sure who owns the property. Currently, all we know is that it is managed by a mysterious interplanetary real estate conglomerate with extremely tight security.
3: Well, that's great news, you two. It all seems to fit what we're looking for. Sally, get on this right away. We've got to find a way to get there. Alexa, I'm relieved that you're better. And thank you, Vera and Lucy, for your quick thinking and the new info. We should let you regroup and recover while we figure out our next move. Bye for now, but please stay in touch.
5: Thank you, Sally, for your help. And bye, Curdy, and all you space croutonians out there. For me, too.
1: Might I suggest that while we figure out our next move, we take a moment for a word from our sponsor of the day?
3: Of course, Sally. I must say you never stop proving how indispensable you are. You know, somewhere in my youth, Or childhood I must have done Something good
1: Your embracing of my sound of music Sing-along motif is thanks enough, Curdie. But please don't sing anymore Here is today's commercial
3: From the minds of two of our greatest creative geniuses Walt Disney and Steven Spielberg Comes the movie event of a lifetime. Your favorite flying nanny soars back onto the screen for her biggest challenger, The scariest man eater to ever terrorize a beach. Mary Poppins versus Jaws.
1: Spit, Spot, little Brucie, take your spoonful of sugar like a good little fishy. <coughs> oh, bother. We're going to need a bigger spoon.
3: Featuring all new songs. Chum
2: chumminy chum chumminy chum chum cheroo. We're not closing the beach, so too bad for you. Feed the sharks
0: with tourists, so bland. Tourists are stupid, their suits filled with sand.
3: And the new classic.
1: Super predator, razor toothy, fishy and ferocious. If you hear the sounds of screams, it means your death approaches. Seven rows of guillotines the bleeding is atrocious.
0: Super predator, razor toothy, fishy and ferocious.
3: Mary Poppins versus Jaws. The nanny is back, and this time it's really personal. personal. And having taken care of business, today's experience has reminded me that when you have a great team, it doesn't take much to get you unstuck. It's like my dad used to say, some things go great together like peanut butter and chocolate, other things don't go together like mud and sticks. So listen when I tell you I'd much rather eat a chocolate peanut butter cup than be a stick in the mud. Do you want to say bye, Sally?
1: Yes, I do. So long. Farewell. Alvida, saying, goodbye.
3: Ditto for me, audience. and remember, keep peace in your heart until our next story time. If you want to join in, my captain has some hints. Tell
1: Square pie around row.
2: Some, some of it
3: is cheesy, but very light and breezy. I love it is supersonic, but very planetonic. Space screw time season three point one four. Come on,
1: space grow season three point one four. Again, space.
3: It's
0: not
5: season four.
4: Space Croutons is a work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. Created and written by Jerry, Jace, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode Story by Jeff. Original music by Della, Jeff, John, and Jerry. Production by Jerry, John, Patsy Puckett, Della, Jessica, and Jeff. Featuring the voice talents of Patsy Puckett, Amanda, Jessica, John, Jerry, Della, Jeff, and Sally. Entire work copyright 2022 by Jeff, John, Jerry, Della, and Jace Goodson. This has been a Goodwitch audio production.